someone's listening here and wants to move to a new country um, I would recommend trying to find that sense of community yeah. because sometimes when you leave a country you leave your family behind you leave your friends behind you leave pretty much everything behind and when you move to a new country um, one of the first things you may think or worry about is like who are you going to have friends with who are you going to meet like who are these people that you're gonna connect with on a regular basis mm-hmm. and for me having that sense of community by starting at Toastmasters really helped me because not only did I get to practice my English but also it helped me uh, develop that uh, friendship within those people Welcome back to the Visible at Work podcast the show that shares what to do after you get the job designed to help you navigate workplace issues and unlock executive opportunities through communication. I'm your host, Tracy, and I'm here today with a special guest. So stay tuned and listen. So my guest today moved from the Philippines to Canada, and he has a lot of experience on how he adapted and how he addressed it. And he is also very knowledgeable about financial education. So if you're looking to get your credit up or you're looking to just maintain, like have some money after you pay your bills, then you need to listen. So welcome with me today, Ramon. Ramon, it's so good to have you here. Oh, thanks so much, Tracy. Appreciate the. Yay. It's an honor, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were telling me today um, about um, work and all and how... You moved as a major mm. at your company, and so now you have new co-workers. And yes. how, how did that feel today? Um, it was quite interesting. For, I mean, first off, I couldn't really, it didn't really stick into me at the time. And then now that it's actually it actually happened, so now there's a lot of adjustments to make. You know, because when we first found out um, earlier this year that um, our company, which I used to work for, was going to be acquired by another company, um, it just we were just so confused like we didn't know what to do like what our status going to look like um, and actually what they actually said in the, in the beginning was they were no longer going to renew our contract so they were saying that they were going to acquire us and now we don't know where we were going and as the months go by we thought that hey maybe this might work out well in the end because at least we are going to a, a bigger organization that could handle all the services that I do. Um, so I am the healthcare industry, and I know how a lot of changes can always happen day in and day out. And this is actually one of these changes. Um, so when I started my work today, like I had to adjust myself with waking up a bit earlier. <laughs> really? Because I used to have, in my old job, I used to start work from 8.30 okay. to 5, and now I'm starting work as early as 6.30. Oh, wow. That's a huge gap. <laughs> it is a huge gap. Yeah. But luckily, I used to be a nurse back in the Philippines, so I would say I'm used to waking up early. It's just that I have to get used to the habit of actually waking up early this time. Yeah, yeah. So speaking about um, your work, you know, this podcast is about um, foreign professionals sharing their experience mm-hmm. and how they remain visible at work. And... Um, you know your own moving you already had like work experience mm. back like you mentioned being in us so odd hours and then you're also trying to save lives so yeah. it's nothing new to you moving here but mm. definitely there's a lot of adjusting to do yeah so how did that feel when you moved um, to Canada I mean when I worked back in the Philippines it was all just mostly the people that I could relate to because we're all like I didn't really have that much 
like I only had to meet like fellow Filipinos who were working with me and now moving to Canada always one of the first things that I was afraid of is how was how am I going to adjust with talking to people with different pers- uh, personalities different cultures so I also was a bit as confused as anyone else who is trying to move to a new country because mm-hmm. it is Canada it is very different from what I had although I love my home country uh, but the idea of being an immigrant moving to a new country and trying to learn everything on the fly was it was really it felt like culture shock at first hmm. but over time it made me feel comfortable you because got this. <laughs> I got this <laughs> yeah. I just had to have that positive attitude yeah. because I understand that I did not just leave my country for for fun I did not leave the country <laughs> to go on vacation yeah. I'm actually moving here to make a living mm. and I didn't want to waste my time mm. I didn't want to waste every single day of it because I, each day I just learned to be grateful that I'm actually in a country that can actually give me a better opportunity mm. to be a better version of myself than I used to be back home yeah and and I also wanted to thrive rather than just survive you know so I just had to learn to make new friends and just even start with a bit small talk and then we can just go a bit from there like there's always the whole, that variety because yeah. you get to meet different people even yeah. in your own office which is like within a 30 feet radius so like you'll see you talk to someone and then you talk to someone and then what you talk to with that person may not be of liking to the other person true you know? so, <laughs> so it's always kind of a mix of trying yeah. to get everyone to work well with you and the adjustment went as smooth as I thought. And wow. sometimes there will be a bit of bumps in the road. But of course, definitely. You gotta to work on those. Definitely. So how, how long have you been here for? Um, so I actually moved to Canada as an international student. Okay. And I think that was May of 2016. So dev- definitely like um, schooling and working is different. Yes. With everything you said. Yes. 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 And the beauty, beauty about it is because when I went to school, I was also I was in an international school, mm-hmm. so okay. I had to meet people from different countries all over mm-hmm. the world who are also not just trying to go to school in a different country, but they're also moving to looking to immigrate here. Yeah. So I yeah. get to meet a lot of friends from Brazil or somewhere in Europe or a lot of people from India, from Southeast Asia, pretty much everywhere around the world. So yeah. think of it like. My classroom is like the United Nations, <laughs> <laughs> so I had to deal with those for the past year and for a year and a half. Okay. And I believe that that experience of going to school with these people really helped me prepare for the life out there, which is like um, going to work and actually doing, yeah, making a living. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. So, um, Ramon, um, you said you know it's almost like. Um, traveling when you're in a different environment like you mentioned your school like the United Nations of course and um, you know how we even met like mm. you said you know meeting people and mm. talking that's how we met and you shared part mm. of your story how you were shy and then you know you were just <laughs> able to prop yourself up mm. and start meeting people mm. and I was like oh wow you need to be on this podcast and I'm so <laughs> grateful that you, <laughs> you you know were able to connect and you're here today so yeah, so Ramon, yeah, you were telling me about um, how, because I was asking how we met, you are talking about finance, financial education, mm-hmm. and then you also work in the healthcare industry. So how did you like segue into finance from um, like working in healthcare with your 9 to 5? So how, how did you do that? 
So I always point to that one time during my, I think that was on my second or third week while I was in Canada. So okay. someone messaged me on Facebook, like a Facebook friend, and then he just messaged me from out of nowhere. It was like, hey, do you remember me? We used to go to the same high school together back in the Philippines. And I was like, um, yeah, I think so. I don't think we've met, but sure. <laughs> and then he just wanted to meet up and see what's going on because I think it also intrigued me because someone who lives in Vancouver actually knows me. Yeah. And well, I do know quite a few people who live here, but out of all those, out of everyone, I wasn't expecting him to um, message me. Like someone who knows you from way back. Yeah. Who knew me from like, like new people. You that was probably yeah. like. Almost a, almost 12 years. Oh wow! Like high school was like a long time ago <laughs> for me. But anyway, uh, so so we chatted for a bit. Oh. So one day he decided to come by to my place, and he took me to the office. And I didn't realize that that office turned out to be a financial center. Oh wow! And it was also that day where they were also holding a financial class, a workshop on saving your future. Hmm. And. I thought the information was really good, but mm. when I was listening to it, I I thought it was good, it was useful, because I thought it would be something that I would need when I decide to move here. But then I told my friend, like, thanks for bringing me here, I just feel like I need to focus on my school, because this is what I came here in the first place. Yeah. So I just shrugged off for a bit, although we kept contacting each other. And I think we had all, we still had that relationship. Um, and then I graduated in so that was 2016, and I graduated in summer of 2017. Yeah. And then that was when I saw how the real ex- work experience. Yeah, definitely different from the, school. <laughs> coming from school, so yeah. leave one, and then I had two left. So I reached out to my friend again. And he was like, what is the thing you were talking about to me like two years ago? Like you're talking about finance and all that stuff. So she, he told me that you should meet my sister and she can talk to you everything about it. So that's how I met her. And actually we've met already before, but... She's here right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so instantly I saw how beautiful the campaign was, the business. It wasn't so much about trying to make a lot of money, but it was also about the idea of helping a lot of people mm. getting out of debt or being able to protect their income, protect themselves from anything that could happen to them financially. Yeah. And I saw how beautiful the campaign was because it was so beautifully laid out that it even has its own curriculum of workshops that mm. you can teach people on a weekly, on a regular basis yeah. to be able to educate them about increasing cash flow or protecting themselves or preparing for retirement or their education. Yeah. So speaking about um, planning and education, you know, you mentioned how um, your story meeting the person that you were talking mm. to and then working and then like working seven days a week and yeah. not having rest. And a friend of mine someone was saying that, you know, when you move to a new country and you're working, it takes you at least three to five years to be able to get your feet, you know, to mm. on solid ground because there are a lot of things like that over your head, but you know, you've been able to now find that balance between um, your nine to five um, work, which is still in the medical field. So you're not really swaying away from what you did in the Philippines. And then also your passion for helping people um, manage their finances. 
so it's almost like being paid to do something you love and um, you were like the day we met you were really passionate about you know how the financial education and all and I told you my story on you know communications and helping people as well who um, might have English as a second language or they're just shying up uh, because they're in a new environment and we got talking so um, so tell me so like based on the curriculum and the, the ones that you take what's the number one thing um, a foreign professional should look out for when when it comes to your finances what's the first thing for me it would come down to the very first workshop which was uh, we talk about increasing cash flow and managing their debt so a lot of people we go into work and then when we get paid sometimes we don't know what to do with it or sometimes <laughs> we just stare at it and then 30 minutes later you decide to go out and eat and then it's gone or sometimes we get a paycheck and we pay that bills off right away i'm not i'm not saying that those things those habits are wrong but mm. sometimes it just we are all creatures of habit and it takes a while to be able to practice that habit to learn and understand because i mean for me myself like i moved to this country to make a good life for myself and i really thought that the grass is greener on the other side <laughs> apparently you kind of have to plant your own grass <laughs> and water like, it very well you have to water it very well and i moved to a land i don't know i moved to a country where they call it the land of opportunity. Yeah. There's quite a lot of lands, but not a lot of opportunities. <laughs> so, but anyway, going back to um, increasing cash flow. So I thought that by working a job, you're already starting to increase cash flow. But to be able to increase that cash flow, you also have to look at the expenses that you're having on a monthly basis. Like yeah. which ones you want to trim down, to cut down on. So even the basic things like if you love going out for coffee every day, maybe you want to consider like having your own coffee machine back home. Yeah, because it adds up like the $10 yeah. coffee. <laughs> yeah, and I'm a victim of that too. Not that I don't, not well, I don't drink coffee, but I usually eat out. Yeah. So think about how much money I could have been, I could have saved if I decided to just eat at home rather than keep Yeah, I'm, I'm meal prep, I pack your meals too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's also a practice, right? And another thing we learn from there is like being able to manage your debt because sometimes we go into work to be able to pay off all, all the bills that we have so we also want to find ways to attack the, um, your credit card debts or anything any kind of debt that would cause a lot of inconvenience for you because of course if you don't pay your bills on time that could also affect your uh, credit score yeah so that for me, that workshop, the first workshop, I believe is really very important. Like a foundation. Yeah, because it sets the foundation of what your habits were in the past and what you have right now in the present. Because on the succeeding workshops, because we talk about um, retirement, protection, because if you're going to take care of yourself on the very first workshop, then you'll have a lot of trouble working with yourself on the, the second, third, and the succeeding ones. Because I think a lot of people are in trouble <laughs> and I believe a lot of people could use a lot of financial education and I know it's easy to Google it's easy to look up on the internet about how money works and all that stuff sometimes you just need someone to talk to someone sure. who can actually share to you the basics of building a financial foundation which I'm actually holding the book right now <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. so it takes a lot of planning and um, just 
going out there to look for that information because like school nobody teaches you in school exactly. and even if you schooled in a different location like I, I mentioned earlier when you move to a different location mm. the education that you had about finances and all is different um, some people come from a culture where you have to pay cash for everything you don't really need credit mm. but here you need credit but you need to build good credit yes so how do you make sure that you build good credit and not get into bad debt right Yes. It also comes down to uh, the habits, the habits that you have. Mm. So you want to, you want to make sure you only buy what you need, because not what you want. <laughs> well, you can always get what you want, but you always, you may want to think about it first, okay. um, because you don't want to go into debt just to buy the things that you want. Probably to impress people you don't like. <laughs> you know that saying. True. <laughs> and we all, and part of what we teach also in the first workshop is the idea of paying yourself first. So it's not like trying to pay yourself by going out and have a fancy dinner because you got paid, right? Um, it means paying yourself first, like setting aside a small percentage of your money of your paycheck towards paying for the future of your family, like even something like preparing for your kids' education or preparing for your retirement. Because once you're able to save first, then you can spend whatever what's left. Okay. So speaking about preparation, like for some people, they say, oh, I'm young, retirement, like that's a far, far, far time away. Um, is there any other thing that can be an incentive on what to prepare for? So if like you're not preparing for retirement and you're not preparing for, you don't have kids or you don't have a mortgage, um, what else can be an incentive for someone to prepare for? Um... I would say like when you're saving you can also save a small portion towards whatever you want to do in life like okay. for me I love to go travel like, yeah speaking about travel you <laughs> went to Europe so <laughs> tell yes. us <laughs> yes um, part of what I save because yes I still work at a full-time job nothing wrong with it I am just a firm believer of what I do when I'm outside of work which is financial education so I'm not saying I'm perfect I'm not saying that I already have my life all planned out all I know is like a lot of people, like for those listening, you don't really have to believe in me to believe in financial education. So for me, starting with paying myself first, being able to set aside a certain percentage of my paycheck and be able to set aside a certain percent for the things that I love to do in my life. Like because, travel. Like travel, yeah, yeah. Because yes, it's good to save, but you also don't want to starve yourself and not be able to save for the finer things in life because life is meant to for enjoy. you to enjoy yeah like yes you are saving for your future but you also have to learn how to um enjoy yourself for the present but not too much to the point where you're gonna end up eating <laughs> cereal the next week <laughs> yeah i agree with you so ramon tell us um so now tell us like what are your plans for um financial education and um where do you have your classes um and where can we find you? Like, if I, if I need to send someone to you to talk about like the finances and all, um, is it just Canadian financial education or um, the US or you know? So the good thing about our financial education program is it applies for both United States and Canada. So uh, one of the tools we use to go out and educate families is through a book called Saving Your Future. Um, it's been out for past uh, three four years and we've had over 1.5 million copies in print and just to be clear I didn't write this book okay <laughs> but it is written by um, the top leaders of our campaign so it gives you a brief 
concise, easy to understand um, concepts that are applicable for both US and Canada. So if you are someone who wants to read the book, sure you can definitely um, you can message me on Instagram. I'll say this. What's your Instagram handle, Ramon? Um, so it's Ramon Gahob Jr. I could spell it R A M O N G A H O B J R. Okay. Okay. One word. One word. Okay. Um, right. So if you're someone who wants to read the book, sure you can uh, message me on there. And if you're someone who wants to attend the workshop, actually we are all over the U.S. and Canada. So if you, wherever you are, you can just shoot me a message, and then I could refer you to the nearest financial center. So I did. You did mention earlier that I am also one of the trainers, one of the instructors. So if you want to see me personally, uh, we are at our Surrey Financial Center, and we do our workshops there every Sunday afternoon from five to six thirty in the oh, evening. Okay. Um, address, by the way, is in 7475 135th Street. Okay, alright. Thank you, Ramon. So, any final words um, for anybody adapting, like, in the way you've shared your story and how you did and um, putting yourself out there, trying to meet new people and all that has happened with you. Do you have any advice for our listeners? I, the only advice I could say is you just have to go out there and be assertive. Because for my, it, because for me, it, it worked. Like yes, a lot of people may see me as someone who's really outgoing, outspoken, or really trying to go out there and meet a lot of people and be able to like experience a lot of things. But I never got to that position if I didn't start by leaving my house and go <laughs> and talk to a lot of people. Because it is only there where I get to meet people from different cultures, different backgrounds, be able to understand what makes them tick, what motivates them to do something. And especially when you're in a new country, um, for me, I just wanted to meet and learn from all these people. Because I think that's what being an immigrant is. Because you don't get to meet a lot of, I mean, you'll be meeting different people and you just have to find ways to be assertive and go out and I think I'm repeating myself too much, but that's very much the only thing I could So just go out, get off your computer, go out, meet people. Exactly. Um, just find your like, way no, to. Like, no matter how shy you are, how introverted you are, I would say. Uh, just, and if you need any help, of course, you can always go with a friend. Like, you meet one friend and then you start going around the city. And just, for me, it was the reason why I also go out is I also want to practice my English. Because, and then that's also there where I realized that a lot of people here actually are also trying to practice their English. So it's also a good way to spark that conversation. Yeah. And especially when you start talking to a lot of people who have been here, like especially the locals, you also get to know about the culture, like how they do here, what, how life is over here. Because especially if you're someone who wants to move to a new country, that's also one of the things you want to learn. Like some of the habits I may have learned back in the Philippines may not really apply here. So it is also one way to adjust and try to fit in because you want to move here and thrive and make a living, you got to be part of the, part of the, yeah. you got to be together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get, I get uh, what you're trying yeah. to say, so you want to be part of So one last, how does it seem easy for you? I, I don't know if it's easy, but I'm just saying, like, how do you meet people? Because um, it takes a while to really yeah. warm up, for people to warm up to yeah. you and want to open up to you. So how do you meet people? It might sound like I find it easy for me to meet people, but it's actually not. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes when you talk to people about the campaign, people would usually shy away. 
especially when it matters about money yes, because nobody wants to like depending on what your culture is i don't know where you're coming from i don't know where that person might be coming from but sometimes money is something that is not often discussed and maybe it's because they grew up where their parents don't talk about money or maybe they just avoid the topic of money at all because maybe they might not have a lot of money to talk to in the first place i don't know i'm just saying but um it is it is quite a learning curve for me because i've only been in this campaign for about a year and i could see where these people are in terms of like when you're trying to talk to them about finance like some people are open to it some people are very interested and however i just feel like the people who need this most is those who are having a difficult time trying to express about financial matters yeah because it's not like we're trying to sell them anything not trying to um bring them or anything like that all we just want all we wanted to do is just to bring that awareness information to them because uh because as i mentioned earlier like you could get financial advice from anywhere from the internet from someone else and it's not to say that our our advice is like i would say legitimate well, it helps, or a lot it better helps, like but for someone to be with you like help you yeah at least for guide us you. at least for us yeah we could be someone who can guide them through okay. and um i personally believe that the workshops are very helpful and that for us is a good way to bring people in, to bring into a class okay because yes we go to school and no one really taught us how to manage our money mm-hmm. so why not attend a free class then they can actually and we can actually teach you how to manage your money and whether you're going to apply all those concepts or not it's totally up to you okay all you have to do is just it's a personal choice it's always a personal choice like we're not going to say that oh we're gonna take control of your money and you're gonna do this and do that no we're not gonna do that because at the end of the day it's just gonna be all about you and how you're going to implement those changes someone's listening here and wants to move to a new country um i would recommend trying to find that sense of community because sometimes when you leave a country you leave your family behind you leave your friends behind you leave pretty much everything behind and when you move to a new country um one of the first things you may think or worry about is like who are you going to have friends with who are you going to meet like who are these people that you're gonna connect with on a regular basis and for me having that sense of community by starting the Toastmasters really helped me because not only did I get to practice my English but also it helped me uh, develop that uh, friendship within those people. Amazing, wow. Uh, Ramon, thank you so 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 much for sharing your personal story and then also trying to be of help to people on how they can better their finances, get pick up better habits, um, become masters of their um, own habits and the things they do and also I mean improve their financial situation thank you so much it was a pleasure to have you and um, so we look forward to oh. you know following you and seeing what you're oh. gonna be up to oh next. it's my pleasure yeah. like I'm actually yes I'm still a shy person sometimes <laughs> but, but love... you make it work <laughs> yeah I just have to make it work <laughs> yeah thank you Ramon yeah thanks so much Tracy